Okay. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to Different Minds, everyone. Wait, we didn't do the feelings wheel. Oh. Do, we can do, do it. Do people want the feelings wheel? Well, we can do, oh. just do it for you and me. Wait, yeah. What's your feeling? I feel like my feeling is drained. Yeah. And kind of sad. What do you think would fill you up in this closet? I think, honestly, just like authentic good conversation. Okay, cool. I feel like the closet's filling up. Yeah, it just fills. It refuels It's in just itself. like a water fountain. Yeah. Of wonder. Yes, it really is. Yeah. Yeah, I just feel like I need like chill time, which I will be getting in the next few days anyways. I just came off of a long, a long like not chill time. So yeah, that's the only reason. But yeah. What about you? Um, content. Good. I feel content. Yay. Yeah. I feel good. Good. Amazing. I feel good. I'm a little scared, but also good. I'm scared about my book every single week. So yes, it is scary. Like when am I just going to do it? Like, when is it going to be good enough? You're doing it, though. But when is it going to be good enough? That is, like, my biggest thing. It's, like, it's not good enough. Is your editor giving you feedback about No, them? not right now. She's finishing up her other clients' books right now because there's others that are further along, so I think she's giving more time to them. But she's going to wrap back. She's good. She's going to wrap back around soon. But yeah. Okay. I kind of am, like, that's the only negative thing happening, I think, that I'm, like, Buck. That your editor's not like giving you the full. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would be frustrating. I'd be like, hello. Yeah. But I'm like, I know she was, she's my editor for a reason. I got to hang on to her. Like, I got to be, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. But other than that, I'm like really content. Cool. And I feel like I have independence now. And it's yes. only six months. And mm-hmm. amazing. Feel good. Good. I love it's to hear it. It tastes like alcohol. The Sam I spiked Pellegrino. it. Yes, I knew you stole this tequila from I the brought closet. A tequila. I'm so sorry. To just do something really quickly. This will only take me one second. You're good. Also, I liked the way you edited the last one. I didn't oh, listen to all of it, but just the beginning, I was like, "Oh, this is kind of cool." Yeah, I feel like I there cut out cool some too. of the like disorganization. Yeah, and it just was more to the. Point. I've been. There's been a crazy. You can also leave this. I don't know if it's recording. You can leave this in here if you want. Um, maybe this is just going to be interesting, but this keeps coming up after our last conversation when you said, like, I feel like I'm sort of done with the film, with film and Mm -hmm. I'm moving on to something else. What makes you done with film? Like, are you, I'm just curious, like, is it a desire of yours to be done with film? No, it's just because you're really freaking good at it, dude. (laughs) I've only seen the John's birthday. Mm hmm video and that like i saw that and that was just solely you and then i saw obviously the video that you're acting in but you're really talented so is that something that you want to give up not necessarily it just feels like i've had a lot of closed doors in that area okay um but i mean i'm not like i still have a huge passion for it you do yeah yeah it's just you don't want to build it do you have a desire to build it yeah but it's more like if if we didn't have all these hundreds of businesses going on the side, yeah. I'd be like full on there. Yeah. But I feel like looking ahead five to ten years in the future, um, that's where both of our energy is going. Okay. It almost feels more practical to start building that now. Okay. Because that video is like completely separate and random. Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, yeah. if I got cool gigs and like, I don't know. I yeah. Don't know. If I got open doors, like, 100%. You would do it. Yeah. I mean, you're really good. Like, Thanks. I could not believe that you took your phone. Like, all of those videos were from your phone. And it was 
strung together so beautiful. <laughs> I feel like I was crying. You're too kind. John's freaking birthday video and I, Ross and I were like crying. <laughs> we were like, wow, Aaron's really talented. You're so sweet. I feel like that was not that good. <laughs> well, so I know I haven't seen any of your other things, but that was really, that just was like, oh, yeah, she's she's good at this. Well, thank you. That's a good reminder. Maybe I'll, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. know how I, don't I know would. If, yeah. I was just wondering because you were like, it seemed like film was closed and I'm, or you feel like it should be. And I was wondering why. Yeah. Yeah. Not necessarily. It's just more like it seems like God's closing those doors. But if he opens it back up, I'd be yeah. all in. I got you. Yeah. All right. Let's dive right into it. Let's Welcome do to it. Different Minds. I hope actually some of, some of that footage might have been good enough. You can yeah. just oh, yeah. edit it in there. I'm sure you're in your brain like, because yeah. you're good at that. Um, let's just jump in. Let's do it. Let's dive into the depth of the spiritual mind. What is the kingdom of heaven to you when you hear the term kingdom of heaven? Oh man, I'm Wait, just curious. Can you, can you answer it first? Sure. Because, ask me. Yeah. So what, what Wait, do you... why? Why? <laughs> I caught. I ask you because okay. you had come up with the, like the, t- or the, the question, the phrasing yeah. of it. And I'm curious what like prompted uh okay and also i'm curious what your definition is i asked you first okay i'll answer can you go first because i'm just curious please i hope it's along the same lines of what you were thinking no i'm not sure there's you're you're aaron you can't have a wrong answer (laughs) this is not a wrong answer podcast it's called different minds (laughs) i love that so much thank you you're You're not gonna say the wrong thing like this is there's no judgment, free judgment. I don't know what the F faith is most of the time. So yeah. if you're scared of saying the wrong thing that's attached to faith, like I'm not going to bat an eye on you. I'm just curious. I feel yeah. like a baby in it. So I'm Sometimes really Sometimes I do with the like theological question. Okay. Do you, so that's, I feel see, like this that's is, what it, intimidates This is me. what I want. This is like exactly what I want to go into your mind about. Yeah. Is that. Yeah. Because there is like a, with people, Ross the same way. People who grew up, like. It's like if I ask him, like, if he, I'm like, what did I just, what did I ask? Like, what happened? You know? Yeah. What is, I'm, well, I feel like. I'm so curious. It's so funny because I wonder if it's a little bit of, like, Christians being like, oh, no, this is something we've grown up saying, like, the kingdom of heaven. It's a, it's song titles. It's everything. You know, it's this lingo that we know so well. But I've never I literally been like, know not, like, what like, what does it really mean? It's like something that we say all the time. So okay. maybe it's a little bit of Christians being like, uh-oh. <laughs> like I'm put on the spot. Yeah. He feels put on the spot. Like Ross feels put on the spot. It, he used to. He's not like that anymore because he's just like been searching so much. But like he sometimes he's still like that. But he, he feels like I feel like I'm being put on the spot. And yeah. I'm like did your mom just like <laughs> bat you over the head with the Bible? <laughs> but... <laughs> I'm curious. So I'm just, I'm not putting on a spot, I swear. But no. I would have to coach him to, so that he knows, like, I'm not trying to, like, get a wrong answer out of him, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. And I but. feel like it's such a great question. And I think it's almost this fear and intimidation of, sorry, I had, <laughs> I got it. The block. <laughs> I got it. <laughs> Savage. Um, But I feel like there is this layer of correct versus incorrectness with, yeah theology because i think there are a lot of people who delve deep into theology okay. are very well learned and so i'm going to answer yeah. the question yeah yeah um, wait can i ask really quick what did you what did your brain 
tell you to say and what do you actually think the kingdom of heaven is? So what did your brain tell you, your training tell you? Uh-huh. And then what do you actually think it is? Well, it's funny because I like it, it's probably going to sound really bad. That's well, fine. <laughs> but We're when you to be texted infants. the the topic, mm-hmm. I was like, I actually don't know what that means. Like, I know the phrase so well. I Googled it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm not going to Google it. I'm not going to do my research pre episode because I was like, what would Kelly do? Um, <laughs> but I, I started thinking about, because I've heard it in references, you know, in Bible yeah. verse references, like God referencing or Jesus refer- referencing the kingdom of heaven. And I've never thought that deeply about that phrase specifically, like what that is. And I would say, I mean, thinking of breaking it down, literally kingdom of heaven, I think in heaven is, you know, where believers go to spend the rest of eternity with God and Jesus. And then I do believe that there is like pieces of it on earth too, uh, which is like his church and his body and his people carrying out. You know, yeah, the great, whatever, not the great commission, you know, just their missions, like whatever purpose God's placed in their lives. Um, And so what does that look like? Yeah. Tangibly in everyday life. And I think, I think it is in the unexpected places, like where you would think to look is like the 8 a.m. church service. And I think there's totally pieces of that there, too, and like pieces of of the kingdom of heaven in worship and in people being together. But I think there's different aspects all over. Like, um, I don't know, like marginalized people. Like I, we were putting up our Christmas tree in the laundromat this past weekend and I was kind of annoyed because we had gotten our Christmas tree too and we got the Reynolds Christmas tree the laundromat Christmas tree at the same time I was like I want to put ours up first we went straight to the laundromat and I was putting Mm -hmm. up this Christmas tree in the laundromat and I was like what like I'm so selfish you know these people were so excited to have a Christmas tree in the laundromat and and they're like oh my gosh thank hey Mm. Christmas lady like thanks Mm. for putting this up and I was like little do they know I had a bad attitude I was thinking about my own Christmas tree and like it's taking 15 minutes of my day to come do this you know but I feel like that's part of the kingdom of heaven too is like people taking themselves out of their boxes and interacting with each other and loving on each other which it's so hard to do that you know it's so hard to get out of your own bubbles or whatever like i would i would not have done that if john had not been like we're doing this like let's go right well first of all get a laundromat (laughs) (laughs) um but i mean it was so cool to yeah to be with those people and i think that's part of it too and i think there's other parts too i don't know those are the things that came to mind Mm -hmm. um but just like being like jesus when we can in our lives and like welcoming people yeah i don't know yeah i love that in the beginning you said i i i'm on i'd be honest i don't actually know yeah i don't know (laughs) because it it i don't think i knew either until i like actually spent time like meditating on what the heck that means it's just this i don't know is it even a churchy like i know god's kingdom is a churchy thing to say yeah but is the kingdom of heaven something that you grew up listening to? Well, I feel like it's or referenced is it in, different? Maybe referenced in the Bible, like Jesus referencing the kingdom of okay. heaven. Yeah, right. Like in the Beatitudes when he's on the mm-hmm. mountain, because yeah. like theirs will be the kingdom of heaven. And I think maybe he mm-hmm. was 
literally referencing heaven. Yeah. And so that's just, that's yep. where it yep. stopped for me was literally heaven. That's in my mind. It's like, oh, heaven. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you s- described it beautifully. I feel like that is, if there's an answer to what it is, I feel like you described it well. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, you, you said you spent some time meditating on it. What did yeah. you come up with? Um, I think I initially go to the fact that like we're, 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 we're trained to see heaven as in this like far away place that we can't reach until we die. But that's not true. That's partially true, but that's not the full truth. And I just picture like, I wish there was a video to see my hands, but I guess I would describe it. Yeah. (laughs) I guess I would describe if you picture earth and then you picture heaven and they're separate, like they're separate circles. Let's say you draw two circles, heaven, and then, um, is above earth and then and then you bring them closer and closer and closer and closer together through god like making himself um man which is jesus and then through him like he converged the two together so it's like you still have a broken world and yes there's heaven but now like it's here And I think it's so easy to forget as Christians that like he's works through everyone and anyone, despite if they're quote unquote saved. And I'm starting to believe like there is a verse. It says that God wants to save all man in like first Timothy. And so this whole like you're saved, God chooses way of learning I feel like that I picked up in the past few years I don't know if that's accurate um like I can't 100% be sure but if God is love like I don't think he's gonna just like take people and send them to a place of damnation and forget about them like I I think there's like a consummation process where he like brings people towards himself and i feel like he's this renewing being where he just brings people towards himself burns off the impurities like burns off the stuff that is just bad and evil and then and then makes them renew and it's almost like i believe he gives another chance to those um but i would be like batting across the head right now if like somebody from the church is listening to this because it sounds kind of hoo-ha-hee and like oh you're just so grace-filled but i i'm not i'm not saying there isn't judgment i think there is but i don't think he's just gonna send someone to eternal hell and leave them there i just i can't get on board with it and like i just i just feel like the god that i pray to is the one that loves and like encourages and wants everybody to be a part of him of like his kingdom um so that he can yeah so anyways I just I feel like that's kind of how I meditated on it and just even simple things like you said like he said that Jesus said that in the bible where on sermon the the sermon on the mount where he said like the kingdom of heaven is like x y and z because he's talking to like really poor people 
Um, and the fact that you went to the laundromat and put up a Christmas tree, like you went straight to the people that Jesus was talking to. It's easy to say like he does talk to the poor in spirit, but he, he back then he was really talking to like really impoverished people. Like he was like, you guys have the leg up. You have the leg up, you know, and I feel like you he worked through you in that laundromat to give joy, like just absolute joy um, to people who don't have anything. And like, yeah, I don't know. It's I think I think it's just easy to separate like earth and heaven and then put hell below. Like it's easy to like categorize that in our brains. But ultimately, like they're combined um, through Christ And that's why people who aren't even Christians or know God or hear of him, like still, still have happiness and still have joy because he, he's, he's not dualistic. Like he's not dualistic. He's not black and white. He works through everything and everyone. And like, whether people know him or not, he's just so much bigger, I think, than sometimes the church makes him or at least people make him myself sometimes myself makes him small like i make him small sometimes but when i talk about the kingdom of heaven i feel like it helps expand outward to see just like wow like he is here yeah so it's just interesting to kind of externalize yeah 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 and i feel like uh okay it's so funny yeah the laundromat example I didn't bring up to be like, oh my gosh, I'm so great. It was more. Oh no, like, you you d- you didn't at all. <laughs> I just want to make that no, clear. you didn't at all. But I feel like that's just a it, good example. Of- yeah, because what it taught me almost was it was a different feeling that I don't mm. know. Like when I felt it, I maybe in the past when I've I don't know whatever. But yeah. I, like it was almost this different feeling like we crave for as humans to feel this kind of connection or just like a different kind of love for people or a different kind of putting yourself in a different position um that gives you this like it scratches that itch that we have as humans like to find purpose to find whatever you know and i think we never think like at least for me like i it's not the first thing it's it's harder to think creatively like that to think oh how can we seek out those people yeah i see what you're saying yeah and i think it's if anything it was a good reminder for me that is a part of the kingdom of heaven and it is all around us. And it's just this other, these other parallels that are existing around us that we're not even interacting with all these different people, you know? And I think you summed it up so well in saying that, like describing heaven and, and earth. And there's these pieces. Yeah. Emerged. Mm -hmm. Cause I think that there are definitely pieces of heaven that God's left on earth that we get to experience him through. And it's like little hints of his goodness and it's little hints of the, the you can tell the difference between worldly pleasures and this is something good from the Lord that yeah. makes you feel different. It's right. Like a different feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And this is something else that I've realized is I feel like I'm using the church. I, I don't want to put down the church because I think if your heart and your mind understand and can see through the flaws of a church that is good and well, and we should be in a church. But I've 
I still think there's some sort of narrative happening that creates Christians to have this superior idea of themselves and this black and white idea of what the world is. Like, for example, materials like you just the reason I'm saying this is because you just brought up materials. And I used I think I found God through a mountain and through um, I'm going to say it <laughs> like I did like drugs and I'm not saying go do drugs to find God, but that was used and because it just opened up my heart and my eyes and I wanted to explore more and I realized there was more to this life than the tangible things that I was seeing and feeling. But what I'm saying is I think the ch- sometimes the church poo-poos, like don't rely on materials, they become idols, but I think they're like God can still work through materials to to open your mind to to curiosity of like one time I looked at a chair when I was searching out west I looked at a chair and like I found God in that chair because I was like oh my gosh there's legs and the legs hold up the seat and the seat has a back and like there's a purpose to this like and then somebody sits down and is held up and is well being held up and like each each part of this chair has a purpose to serve the greater overarching purpose of somebody sitting in this chair. Like I was blown the hell away at God being like God in a chair. Yeah. I don't know if no, that that's a really sense. cool metaphor. But yeah. I, sometimes I just get turned off when it's like the things of this, you know, like the language of like the things of this world. It's like, I understand what that means, but I also think people like if you're looking to fill a void with a material, sure, that makes 100% of sense. But I also think that there are like he just like works through anything and everything in order to serve a purpose. And so I think sometimes I like in the beginning was like, I can't like coffee. I can't as well. I still go back and forth on that sometimes because <laughs> that might be filling a void. I can't like this. I can't like that that's bad swearing like and I just kind of started going into myself and getting rid of all the things that I liked and was like freeing and amazing because I think I was learning that these things were bad and these things were good it's just like good and bad and I don't think like God's as small like as that so I don't know the kingdom of heaven like just that just that phrase, the reason I brought up the topic is because just that phrase expanses my, like, faith. I think mm-hmm. it expanses my mind in in what faith is. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, that makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, and it's funny because I think when I left Boone, and I, that was kind of, I guess, actually, well, I feel like when I moved to Charleston, I left kind of my little bubble that I had lived in my whole life yeah. of... I had been kind of segregated from society, living in this little mountain town, you know, always in little Christian bubbles. And I feel like (laughs) I had maybe a year and a half now in the adult world, in the real adult world. Yeah. Um, And I feel like there's so – and maybe it's also living in a city, which I'm obsessed with living in the city. Like, I love it so much. Um, But I think it's easier to see the contrast between – there's everything in the city. There there are, like, temptations, like there's – bars and like people and like homeless and mm-hmm. i'm sure there's drugs all you know there's yeah. like there's lots of heaviness and darkness yes there's also at the same time lightness and goodness and yeah. like sweet neighbors and flower right. shops and good coffee and yeah 
um, little parks. And I feel like exchanges on the street. That's the kingdom of heaven, too. Yes. And just seeing that, I think when you look at a city or I'm just using a city as an example, but I think there's so much that when you're learning about the world and maybe doing it really late at age 30, but learning about, you know, like, oh, what's bad? Like, what, where's the lines? Mm-hmm. You know, what's bad? What's good? What's what's of God? What's not of God? And just yeah. kind of when you get a taste of this is the kingdom of heaven, this is life giving, this is good and light and sweet. Um that you want more of it and you want to keep going that direction. Like when I go to the ocean in the morning and I mm. just like walk and I'm surrounded by just like the ocean is such a reminder of God to me. Mm-hmm. And then, or if I get up super early and I go to like a yoga class and I, mm-hmm. I don't know, I have an extra yeah. moment to savor versus like, you know, King street bars or, yeah. Like, or yoga is bad. It's you know like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that type of thing. Yeah. yeah. Or just like, I don't know. You can just see this. You can feel the difference between things that are life giving versus yeah. just yes. n- not like there's that verse. Everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. So God's mm-hmm. like, everything mm-hmm. is per- like you can do whatever you want, but it's not all going to be good for you. Right, 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 right. And being able to discern for yourself, like, why I'm doing this one thing. Why? Yeah. Why do I need this third drink? Yeah. Tonight. Yeah. Is it because I'm trying to like escape from something or is it just because I'm with my friends and I'm having a damn good time? And that's like usually what I have to go through in my brain of like, if I want another drink, why am I having this other drink? Yep. It's because I'm having a good time. So I'm going to have another drink. Or actually, I'm feeling a little off inside. I probably don't need it. I feel like, you know, things like that, questioning your motivations, I think is good. But then on the other side, this is what's hard. Do you feel like it's dangerous to micromanage yourself to that degree, though. Uh, to which degree? Just, just like questioning every single move. Should I have coffee? Mm. Should I go down the street? Should I go walk into this restaurant? Should I like, do you question? Do you think it's dangerous to question everything? Like every move you make based on would God be mad at me for this? Or would God want me to do this does that make sense yeah it does i feel like it's not i think that's maybe i think if we are living with god in us it's not going to be as you know or not (laughs) that's like a terrible way to phrase it but i'm saying like no if like you know you've got god in you then you can trust yourself like if if you're navigating by the holy spirit and by jesus you can trust yourself that like your intuition is Is going to be right yes yeah and like maybe if you're having something in your intuition saying Mm, I feel like this isn't mm-hmm. a good thing for me, then that's probably also mm-hmm. maybe the Holy Spirit. But if you're, st- if you struggle with anxiety and you're like, you never feel good, then, then that's a totally different story, sure. I guess. Sure. But, um, I think I struggle with second guessing myself all the time because yeah. I, I do yeah. feel like that's this moral compass mm-hmm. saying, is this God approved? What, what does he think? Like, what do mm-hmm. I say? Like, what do I, and I feel like I get mm-hmm. locked into this. I don't know what's the right thing. And I think same. there's so much more freedom than we are mm-hmm. allowing ourselves. There's freedom in just knowing like we're like, we're guided, we're forgiven. It's okay. Like do like we do the best we can. We, yeah, we use that, like that spirit inside us yeah, to make the best decisions we can. And if we don't, then that's okay. You know, we're forgiven. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. No, that's good. Yeah. Can I ask? Okay. How are you feeling right now? Is okay. Can I ask you hard questions? Yeah. Are you ready? Just cause I'm, I'm honestly, I asked Ross so many questions since he was, he grew up like 
in a culture and now is, but like has a faith and I'm just so curious about it. Um, is it harder for you to talk about faith now than it was before? Or was it harder before than it is now? I think it was easier in a different way because I was constantly surrounded by other Christians and we were all speaking the same language all the time. Okay, boom. This is what I want to talk about. Language. Yeah. Can you expand? Yeah. Well, I feel like, so like all of me and my friends, we went, you know, we worked at the same Christian workplace. We listened to the same devotion every morning. We went yeah. to the same church, which was, you know, great. Like, yeah. I had a strong group of female Christian right. friends. Um, but I think sometimes it's easy to just kind of absorb okay. language. Because um, there's phrases, you know, which is where well, they're good. You yeah. know, they communicate good things, but you can just kind of just like oh, internalize just kinda, it. And then yeah. you kind of just say it again. You, just, you hear it, you say it. Okay, and you're yeah. not really thinking or meditating about it. Um, and I think it's good in a way because your mind's filled with those things and those phrases. But I think at the same time, it's a good challenge to actually apply it, Mm. not in those bubble Mm. places, like be in places where you're interacting with people who aren't all absorbing the same exact information, you know? Right. And like, it's essential to have christian friends like most of my friends here are christian yeah but i think it's good to also be in areas where you're not you know where you're actually getting to exercise it i guess and that's Mm -hmm. what i lacked before was a place to sit like to be around people who don't yeah know god yeah it's weird i feel like i have this fight of missing i think it's probably because i'm not super connected uh just not for any of the church's reason, but for my time own sake of time reason to the church right now that I notice I get more bitter towards the culture. But when I'm super locked in, I feel really good, but I still battle this, but I don't want to be super locked in because then I'll mold myself to the language or to the way of life and think I'm better and what have you. And I, I'm try. I think this past year I've been trying to find the balance of, yeah. like, I want to be super connected to the cathedral, like super connected, meaning filled up. Um, Cause it's, I think it's like, I still love that. Church. Like I, I genuinely think it is a good and well-intentioned church. Yeah. Um, and we have no plans to leave it. But I also don't want to be so connected to it that I lose sight of or or I lose even my perspective on the expansive way of God, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I'm trying to figure out how to be balanced in that. Like, and But maybe it's just get rid of the trying to be not in the culture and be part of the culture and be okay with it and trust that it's going to penetrate out of the church and into the places that matter. Yeah. I, I think, don't know. I think for you... Yeah. Speak truth to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready for it. I would say, like, it's okay to be in the culture, but be yourself in the culture. Like... Yeah. Take, don't change yourself to fit in to the culture. Like, yeah. Be 
you. But then, Erin, this is my thing, is I try to be too different from the culture. Yeah. And so it resists that side, too. And then it res Yeah. And I'm like, I don't want to be too different and then think I'm superior to the Christians in my church. I don't want that. Is there a way that you can go in? No, 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 I understand (laughs) what you're saying. How can I just... Is there a way to kind of check check any, like, either way, like, conforming too much or trying to conform the other way or trying to, like, stand out? Is there a way that you can go in and just, Yeah, I'm embarrassed, but I definitely try to stand out to be different. Yeah. In my church. Because I think that way I'll be... I'm so vulnerable right now. Whoops. (laughs) Because I feel like I'll be liked more because people see me not as who they've are always grown up to be around they'll be like oh this girl's kind of different and i feel like i put that facade on but i think it's also real at the same time right i was going to say that doesn't <laughs> sound fake <laughs> so i don't really know well are there pieces that know. you feel like aren't like you are just kind of putting so on when a i went the first couple years when i was a new believer I just like found a Christian group and stuck with it because I needed friends here. I didn't have any friends and I was new and I was like, oh my gosh, this life of faith is amazing and and I want to be plugged in. And so I did that, but I was, I became like, God, this, God, that, God, this, God, that, God, this. like just, that was my language to where I, I, I actually felt zealous. So like I, and so I think I'm still parsing like, is it because I don't use the language anymore and I'm not a part of the culture that I don't feel close to God anymore? Or is this just a different season and I was way too churchy? But maybe being churchy is good. Like, <laughs> it's a constant yeah. battle. Yeah. Do you feel like you wrestle with this at all? Um, you seem like you're, you're yourself. Well, I feel like I don't wrestle with it in the same way, maybe. Yeah. But I do think I'm always like comparing myself to myself like different my faith in different seasons and being like like remembering a time where I was super you know disciplined in having that time and which created Mm -hmm. like which made me want to have that time like all the time like that's all I wanted to do and I feel like if I'm in a season where my priorities aren't in line I'm like well I wish how do I get back to that and I'm almost like looking to myself how did I do that? <laughs> yeah. Um, and yeah. But I think, I think instead, I, I shouldn't be looking back. I should be looking present and like mm. looking forward. At Maybe, like it's that's, not that. That's good. I'm trying to overcomplicate it, I guess. That makes saying, sense. Yeah. I'm overcomplicating. Yes. This is making sense. Keep going. Yeah. This is wise. Yeah. Well, I think it's just, there's that. I, I think I always reference this on this podcast, but the story of Sodom and Gomorrah where Lot's wife <laughs> looks it? back. But yeah, I, no, I that's what it. I've been meditating on that it. verse is like, don't look back. Yeah. Because I keep looking back to see, how did I do there? How did I do that? How did I get here? Because I felt so great there. So yes. how do I recultivate that? Okay. Yes. And I think we're not mm. supposed to do that. Yeah. Because it was all different then. And I think now we are different people. Yeah. We have new wisdom. We have new knowledge. There's different circumstances, different people in front of us that we should just, we literally just have to keep coming like just spending that time just curl Take up on the couch get your journal like don't right even now. have a yeah and i just don't i think i've almost been trying to figure out 
how to get back to those like that state of mind that I was in before before I even try you know and it's impossible we'll never get there so I think that's that's, wise that's what I would say that's wise wow I feel like a lot of people listening to this probably needed to hear that including myself good I'm I'm glad yeah including me too (laughs) yeah I need to stop trying to figure out why I felt close to God whether it Mm -hmm. was the culture or the language or just pure closeness mm-hmm. and zealousness, if that's a word, of the season. Who cares? It happened. It was great. Right now, I'm dry on the drier side. That's okay. So look at right now. Yeah. Look ahead. Right. That's, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It really, we really overcomplicate things, and that's yeah. To try to recreate ourselves, yeah. Like we look back, like okay, this and this and this happened. So how can I recreate to get the same feeling I did before? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's that's literally the foundation of my book. Get ready. Oh yay! I can't wait. Chasing thrills. It's actually exactly like me and John were talking about this concept with a place. Like when you make memories at a place at a certain Mm -hmm. time, and you associate that feeling and those memories with the place like this place is the best it's the best place in the world and then you'll go back and it doesn't feel exactly the same because everything's different you're different people the weather's different the time of day is different it's a different season the tourists are more crazy you know and it's like yeah you can never go back to that exact time and place and feel those same feelings yes it's never going to happen again so don't try to recreate it Mm. create something new like go to a new place as the person you are right now and that's where the growth and healing right will begin and it might look different is that crazy yeah it's time for her to go down daddy (laughs) is it 4 30 nap time (laughs) it is it's her cat nap time let's see we've been recording how are we doing 40 minutes wonderful are there any other heaven kingdom of heaven we flowed for 40 minutes straight here I know. So do you have any, like, if you were going to tell someone who also feels the same as mm-hmm. you or who's maybe kind of seeking the kingdom of heaven on earth right now, yeah. what would you tell them? That was a really broad question. No, it's a good question. It's interesting because I feel like I want to explore the, I I feel passionate about exploring the kingdom of heaven with a Christian more than an somebody mm. who doesn't identify as christian mm-hmm. like with you i was like why did you clench you know like things right. like that i'm curious like what so i feel like if i was talking to somebody who identified as a christian i would say watch yourself from seeing black and white from seeing god and satan from seeing good and evil And separating and categorizing things away and apart from each other because I think everything is intertwined and super complex and separation like that narrows God Mm -hmm. and God is not narrow. And so I think the king, like meditate, I would say meditate and pray on what the kingdom of heaven means to you and unlayer it 
And I hope that it expands you. Yes. As it did for me. Beautifully said. What about you? What would you say? What would you give to any person of anything of a, um, who identifies with anything? <laughs> Fuck. Can you, <laughs> Can you make it broader? That? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Can you delete that? <laughs> like, no, don't delete it. Just keep it. Whatever. I'll put it on explicit. No, um, I can, I can edit it, how would you answer that? Well, if you had, can I ask a different question? Yeah, of course. If you were talking to yourself five years ago, wait, no, because we're not talking to ourselves from the past. Hang on. Let me think of a good question. What did you ask me? Shit. I just said, what would you say to someone who's seeking the kingdom of heaven? Okay. What would you say to somebody? <laughs> I mean, mine, I, I didn't yeah, what really would think you through say? my question very well. What would I say? No, I liked, I liked my um, answer, though. I would say pay attention to what makes you feel at peace and like closer to God in your life and what you're doing and what makes you feel heavy and, and, you know, Mm. farther away from the person God's created you to be and do more of the things that bring you closer to him, even if it's just feeling like at peace in your life. And I would also say, and I'm preaching to the choir here. I know. So did I. To myself because yeah, I think, this kind of loops back to the question you said about how do we avoid like being too like becoming too much of the church culture that you don't necessarily want to be or take on parts that don't feel like you. And I feel like the most important part of a walk with God is your personal walk with God when you're like right. your time alone with him actually building that relationship. That's like 80% of it, That's you know, all of it. Yeah. yeah. And so and just like being super authentic with God in that time and not sure. Cause I think my biggest, the thing that holds me back is like being polite with God and just yeah. like trying to, you know, make him yeah. happy by saying the right things as if he can't see everything going on in my head and heart and mm-hmm. just like being real. And I think it's, it's a hard thing to do even with ourselves. Like we have to be real with ourselves first before we're real with God. Yeah. Um, but yes. to be like, okay, this is what's going on. Okay, God, now I like let's deal with it. Right. Um, so I think, yeah, just being like talking to God like He is your actual father or best friend instead of like your boss. Yeah. Because I do that sometimes. Yeah. Here's my check in. <laughs> Here's yeah. my action items and here's my, you know, <laughs> there's none. Yeah. Times in my prayers where I'm like, can you pray for this person when I'm like fuming inside? It's like, actually, maybe I shouldn't be praying those nice yeah. prayers and be pissed off and yell and swear. At God. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. I want to take something back yeah. really fast. I want to, I, I don't want to take something back. I want to clarify. There is such thing as good and evil. Yeah. Like I don't want to, I don't want to cloud or gray that area of me saying everything's good because no there is darkness and there is light there is good and there is evil there are these two things that always have tension and are always battling so i don't want to negate that fact i think what i was trying to say was in seeing black versus white i think it's just a caution because that closes yourself off yeah. from God and from being used. Yeah. 
in God's kingdom, I think is what I was trying to say. Because I'm definitely theologically wrong by saying there's no such thing as God. Oh, I didn't even take it that way. Actually, when you said that, I didn't. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. But I liked your answer. Thanks. I liked your answer. Be real with yourself. (laughs) I think that was a really good ending. Be real with yourself. Yeah. And then with God. And then with God. Don't ask if you can schedule 30 minute one on one. Yeah. To talk through your performance. Right. (laughs) Erin, where can we find you? What? So um, at the end of. (laughs) I'm right here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um. So I forgot to tell you this, and I just put you on the spot. But at the end, like where they can find us and things that we want to market ourselves, like I want to be able to say my Substack. And yeah. My yes. Substack. Do it. And so wherever you want people to gain, like wherever you want to gain traction. But if you don't, that's fine too. Not yet, but I will okay. in the future. Okay. So then I'll do it. Yes. So Kelly, where can we find more of these wonderful thoughts? You can go to kellyjet.substack.com. That's my main website, my writing pieces. And then of course, find us on Spotify, Different Minds. Yes. See you next time. Bye. Bye.